Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Monday, June 27th, with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And Grant's here as well. How are you guys doing today? Well, you know, that it's super chilling here right now. You know, we got the lightings down. It's, uh, I, I like know it's it. kind of sets a nice mood. They're, yeah. It's like, a, yeah, it's kind of romantic, actually. <laughs> well, that's what I was going for. So thanks for noticing, guys. <laughs> Don't even know if I can do the show. I just want to recline. That's all I want to do today. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It's quite a. We gotta. We gotta take off. We got a lot of sports, but we should start with the Stanley Cup champions, Colorado Avalanche. Four games to two. Now, I want to throw you under the bus, kind of, Dan. Kind of. That's a fun thing, though. Okay. Grant, you and I were right. <laughs> Tampa Bay uh, happened to win that uh, fifth game. Yeah, well, which, then, we, which we called. We right? predicted that. Yes. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, we didn't hesitate. The Swiss we just, Army knife, yeah. Andre Palat, with the winner. That's right. what they call him on their yeah. team because he can play any position. Right. Now you're right, and as what? well, because <laughs> you said that Colorado would win this series, and you said in six, I believe. So kudos to you. No, I think I, I think I, I'd he like did. to take the credit. I'm pretty but sure. I'm, you did. I think I said that the Stanley Cup was coming out on Friday night. Oh, and did you? you guys said that it wasn't. All right. So, so you I, guys are the ones. I stand right. corrected. I just wanted to butter you up a bit. So we've got a, a 4-2 victory. Now, I don't know what your takeoff was, what you saw last night, but I just saw a depleted, tired Tampa Bay team that really didn't compete, didn't have a lot of key shots. They didn't really, they just didn't compete anymore. And they're allowed, they're, they're a fantastic hockey team. Yes. It seemed like... The, I bet you they're they're riddled with injuries right now. That I'm sure in the coming days we'll find out that a lot of their players were were playing uh, with uh, different injuries. Yeah, and as we were saying to our listeners early, uh, Victor Hedman, for example, was not himself. Physically, was not engaged at all. There was no. a reason for that, and he's a great player. No, for sure. Um, they it cost them with Anthony Sorelli. Anthony Sorelli's a key contributor, and he was hurt so bad he only took a couple of shifts. Yeah. And I'm not sure it helps to throw those guys out in the ice when they really aren't well enough to play right no for sure um colorado though hey fair fair going you know the, but you know back to tampa real quick two-time winners long playoff runs and everything else and in COVID and everything else it's got to be pretty hard to even consider a three-peat wouldn't you think well it hasn't happened since uh the early 80s right? i know and the fact that they were right on the cusp of it is really something no it is something and i would have liked to seen a three-peat and it would would have been really interesting to see the big rig get four in a row. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And that's funny, the, the big rig with four in a row. And you got Corey Perry, who's tr- who's been he's on... three in a row of not getting... He's, so like, he's like the Buffalo Bills. Right. So if you want to be a finalist, get Corey Perry. <laughs> yes. The Leafs should get him. And that way they can at least, at least win a few rounds out, and get... They'll get out of the first round. They can get to the finals and get out of the first round yes. if they pick up Corey Perry. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? You've got McCarr, Kale McCarr. I did not realize. I watched that mobility back and forth... 29 points in 20 games. He was yeah. the MVP of the playoffs. McKinnon scored when he had to score, and they yep. said if McKinnon doesn't score, they don't win, and he scored. So, yes. And Kadri. we got to talk about Nazem Kadri. You know what? He told the fans what he thought, basically in a nice, lighthearted way. Yep. He's now got the cup, but everybody else can kiss my you-know-what. <laughs> I love and it. And you know what? He... He has turned out to be an elite hockey player because he was playing with a broken hand, guys. He said, I want to thank the trainers who had to do up my skates all the way along. So these guys suck up some massive injuries, and he was a factor too. No, for sure. And it's, it's great that he's, uh, that he's won, and he probably should write a letter to the Toronto Maple Leafs for, for giving him the opportunity to win the Stanley Cup. Well, you know Thanking what? Them. 
I make fun of my own Leafs as much as I love them, but you got to remember, look at what we did. We got rid of Phil Kessel. He won two cups. Yep. Now Kadri's got a cup under his belt. Yep. Right, it's it's just not it's just a bad omen. Everything's bad about that, you know. Even bringing it up, but uh, but good going, Colorado Avalanche or Stanley Cup champs. Um, okay, uh, Memorial Cup. Yes, the Saint John Sea Dogs are waiting for the winner tonight of Hamilton and your Shawinigan Cataract. Yes, who do you like in that game? I still like the Cataracts. You, you like the I like the Cataracts. I like the Cataracts, but I guess they were up three nothing. They were on the Sea Dogs, and the Sea Dogs came back uh, and uh, went ahead four three, and then um, got the empty netter. So I don't, f- I have no idea about the different players, but William Dufour is an, an Islander draft pick. Had four, four. Yes. had four goals and a comeback. Yes, so they've got to be riding a crest. And you got to remember, these guys fired their coach when yep. they were eliminated in the first round of the playoffs in the queue. Yep. They brought in uh, the New Brunswick University coach who's been yep. around forever. These guys are the deal. Like, no, you've no, got to respect sure. that they're sitting waiting, too, which is, you know, if there's any minor injuries yep. or bang-ups. My Hamilton Bulldogs, I only like them because I've seen them play, but they have they did win when they had to win. Yes, yeah, they beat the uh, Oil Kings. And I wouldn't be surprised if they go right to the uh, Memorial Cup. Like, they, they're now... They've, it seemed like they've settled down. Like they, they had a, a slow start, and but I, I'm I'm cheering for the Cataracts. Yeah, and yeah, fair enough. And it'll be a great game. It'll yeah. be, because these have all been one goal games. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. You know, I was just thinking about Dan. They, the Hall of tonight today they did decide who's in the, the NHL Hall of Fame upcoming year. Yep. I got to talk about the Sedins. You know what a what a couple of pros these guys were. Like their numbers were off the charts. Mm-hmm. Their first year inductees. But you, they each had about thir- they both each had over thirteen hundred points, twenty four points aside. Henrik, I think, was the better playmaker. He was the captain, two hundred and forty goals. And I'm thinking, okay, well, Daniel Sedin, three hundred ninety three goals. Yeah, like these guys were really something for a pair of twins, as elite as it gets, right? <laughs> but guess whose name showed showed up on the list of potential guys to get in? Who? Dion Phaneuf. <laughs> oh yeah, no. we start yes. Who in their right mind would, like, uh, sorry again, but he's not a Hall of Fame. Like, why would they even mention him? Uh, but then Toronto sports writers. Yeah, fair enough. But then you've got all these guys that, you know, you can go on and on. Alfredson is a guy that should be in, and he's, you know, he shouldn't be snubbed again this year. But it isn't, they seem to view it on points. Because guess whose other name arose on this? Who's? Brian Bellows. Brian Bellows is... But he, I didn't realize he had 1,100 points. Yep. But they're 1,100 lousy points. Yeah, but if it's on points, Dion Phaneuf's not in that market of that well, many points, is he? Right? I'm, oh, okay. I'm just saying it's yeah. it's a funny, funny list of guys. because How they, can you induct or how can you consider inducting a guy that can't even walk into an arena in the United States? That's right, because of, because of abuse of uh, his own son and officials, officials coaches, and, everyone. Right. So that's why I oh, brought really? him. USA Hockey has banned Brian Bellows from every rink in the United States. Wow, yeah, I did not realize yeah, so, that. So that was why I brought him up, as well as not thinking he was that great a hockey player. So I, we'll talk more about who is inducted when we find out. Yep. The name, some of the names kind of threw me. Now, this is a fun, fun thing. Now, whether it's true, it looked legit, what what's, I saw. What's that? Alex Ovechkin played his first soccer game <laughs> for Moscow Dynamo. 
Yes. The the big elite soccer team in Russia. And he scored a goal, and it looked legitimate. He <laughs> wired a goal home. They said he pulverized one guy running up the field with I the saw, ball, ran I right over that. top of him. I saw that video. And we all love Ovechkin. Yeah. Like I, unlike Putin, who scored 23 goals in his rec hockey game, this looked legitimately real. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Is he going to be playing soccer now professionally? I don't think so, but it's, it's awesome it's, to Isn't watch. it fantastic, yeah. though? You know, all kidding aside, we we've got to have some fun with that. I just I laughed till I almost cried when I saw him score a goal. Um, now, now enough of the positive stuff. We oh. our Blue Jays are not. I don't feel positive right now. No, they dropped another series, Dan and Grant, two out of three to Milwaukee. They are now in fourth place yeah. officially in fourth, and they're pitching. What's good? Barrios? We watched him at the first of the year. He's been terrible. Yeah, this is an elite guy. What you know? You can't. You, you blame management if these guys don't figure it out because you've got Berrios. Gosman has not pitched well. He still he goes tonight against Boston. Mm-hmm. What it seems to I, I wonder what's wrong here. Why can like he was he's been a lead all his career, Dan. Yeah. Well, I mean with Gosman, I mean it's the the thing with him seems to be that everyone's on to is is it a splitter? That right. Yes. You know, if it doesn't split, which we like, said. Like it's it, it they're they're holding off on it. And so it, it's not like it's a ball each time, like he's walking guys. And so he's forced to throw, throw like, you know, fastballs and stuff like that. And they're just lighting him up. Right. So, but I don't have an answer for this because if they don't start to win their, the series, which we spoke about before, this is going to be a short season for them. Like I haven't, slowly working I haven't their paid way attention down. too much to the NL, but the Brewers aren't that uh, formidable this year. Like, I like think this was, I think they still are, Dan. I think they're in first place in their division. I thought they've dropped a few. And anyways, I thought this was a series for them to win. Yeah, I well, they they won the first game, but they they dropped the next two in alarming fashion. So yeah. anyway, the good news is you got Gosman, uh, Alex Manoa, and Ross Stripling, who was not even chosen. Uh, we got three pretty good pitchers, but these they've got eight games in a row against Boston and Tampa, and I would suggest they better come out in the winning side of both those series. What do you think, Dan? Uh, they have to. Yeah, they're in a they're in a half situation yeah. with roughly half the year gone. So. No, it's it's well we talked about it last week that you know one thing that they've done in the past is they kind of go through this you know June July lull which they're doing right now, and they got to shake it off for July. Most yeah most like definitely they, or they're going to be in a whole world of hurt come uh, August where they have a roster that should be making the postseason, and right now that's they're on the outside looking in. I know, and I guess that's why I sound, so as a fan, so frustrated when we know the talent level of this team and the yeah. bats. Kirk is playing fantastic, by the way. Would yeah. you believe that what he's doing? He's hitting with 393 since May. Yeah, I love it. I, that's a, and, he's, and he's leading all catchers in all-star votes, so he's going to be at the all-star game. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fantastic. A um, little bit of golf news. Xander Shoffley won the Travelers Tournament. Uh, over now, this is the guy. The reason I bring up Shoffley, who's a great player, he beat Sabbath Thigala, is how you pronounce him. And I've watched him play twice. What a great player! But he had the old bugaboo, Dan. What's that? He, he had this tournament in the bag, and he got down in a fairway bunker on 18 and couldn't get out and double bogeyed the hole and lost by a shot. No, that's devastating. Oh, yeah. But he is a really personable, good player. And you know, there's, there's a lot of guys, like you said. There's a lot of guys coming up that may make us forget all these guys that are gone because there's some fantastic talent on the PGA Tour. Well, 
you're so right. Like there's all these new names that seem to show up like uh, every year that we, we now become learn that they, they, they have such great game. And so as, as it moves on, you're right. We will forget about these guys, you know, right. like, yeah. it, like, well, like it's, I don't know this. I, I, I'm not high on the live tour to begin with and I'm kind of numb to it, but the guys that have moved on are just kind of become like irrelevant. Like, who cares who wins the next tur- live tournament? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, and I don't. It won't be like it's not a big deal. It's not a U.S. Open. It's not a Masters. It's not like any of these majors. And then they won't like. I don't see them uh, having like any, uh, you know, like the Waste Management Open in Arizona, where you have that, right. like those a couple of those stadium holes where people are going bananas and it's uh, you know it's a great fan thing like. I don't think we're going to see that kind of atmosphere with this. Guaranteed. And, and all you're going to hear about is how much guys are getting paid. Right. That's and that's that's going to be the news. You know, okay, well, Dustin Johnson just won a tournament and, and his purse was, you know, $25 million or some crazy thing like right, that. Right, but it's not the same, not the same no. excitement or vibe, right? No. No, that's, that's a good point. I think you're right. Definitely right. Um, we'll keep... Uh, Chris Acuzzi happy, I guess. We'll talk about Toronto FC for a split second because okay. it's, it's kind of it's cool. And we're done. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Lorenzo Insigne <laughs> just signed this weekend and had, they had a big thing on Friday for him. Yep. So I did a little checking on this. And you know what? They're 10th in the 14-team league this year. they got a long way to come. Yep. But there's a fervent base of soccer. It's a big sport, right? Any way we want to cut it. So he's your Napoli, Italy, Italian star who has showed up at the end of his career. And he's the highest paid player. He loves being in Toronto because they're paying him more than anybody else in the league. Yes. That's the coffers these guys have. So let's see what he can bring because it is kind of exciting. He yelled some things in English. It's, you know, he's pumped right up. Yep. Starts in July 9th. So, <laughs> you know, it's like the Atomic Ant. Like they do this every so often. They brought Javinko in and he yep. was fantastic. They certainly was. But Chris can correct me if I'm wrong, but Javinko knew there was a lot of money at stake and he's lost all his, he's old now. Yep. He wanted to come back. They didn't want him. Because he's thinking, but I better get back to Toronto where the money's good, right? Nope. But anyway, I, I think it's kind of cool that I know there's a real base of fans that follow the uh, Toronto FC. And, you know, it's, it is pretty exciting. It is. To bring this guy in. So I don't want to, I, I must, I'm impressed with this. And I don't know how it went. And if any of our listeners can text us and let us know at 705-224-2527, how the Tri-Muskoka went, because... I didn't realize yesterday it was on, and that's a real good thing for a resident of Huntsville. I no, don't mean for that sure. sarcastic. No, 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 for sure. And I, I, we were talking about this earlier because, like, there was no negativity about it. Right. There was no, like, you didn't hear about people, uh, you know, with road closures and all that sort of stuff. So, obviously, things went well. Right. It's fantastic. Good for them. Yeah. Because if you're if we're not even aware, if you're not involved in it, that that's on, then they're doing everything the right way. Every, everything ask of them. No, for sure. And I mean, it probably helps that you have, you know, 400 athletes instead of 1,500. For sure. You know, it probably helps that it's, you know, a triathlon and not an Ironman or half Ironman, whatever the 70.3 is. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's one thing. But it's it was great to not hear any negativity about it. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice. It's a nice change by yeah. all means. Now, I don't know, Dano, if you have any local that to share. Do you have any idea how our junior Hawks did it? Well, I, I do. I do, and yeah. I, you know, I was just going to mention that their season is done. 
All right. Um, you know, they, they had a team this year that, that should have made the playoffs. They lost a couple of games. Like, it's not a very long season. No, it's a very short season. Yeah, and so, uh, like, it's 16 games. And, I mean, you literally have to be in in every game. Like, you can't just give, give a couple of games up. And so, early on, I think they dug themselves a hole when they beat a, or when they lost to a couple of teams they should have beat. And it came back where they needed to win uh, last Wednesday in Peterborough, lost by a goal. And then because oh they needed to either beat Peterborough or beat Clarington on Saturday night at home. And they, they ended up losing both of those games. And I think they lost to Clarington by uh, three. And, you know, it's just too bad. But the good news is with their junior Hawks is they got a, it's a great organization. They really take care of the players. And they, you know, they, they're all young guys that I don't think they're losing too many like uh, older guys for next year. So, you know, coming into next year, uh, like I'm already excited for them for next year. And then we'll see, we'll see some junior Hawks in a postseason playoff spot. So it's, next so year. it's not all negative at all. And as no. you said, they were very competitive at the, at the end, unfortunately didn't sneak through to, right. to get a playoff. Yeah. Worth, right. Percy, just because uh, since we haven't mentioned the Leafs yet today, what's this talk? There's chance of uh, of Campbell going to New Jersey. Is this just? Oh well, do share Grant because I've heard nothing. Oh, about Oh no, that. I'm just seeing it here as I posted two uh, two hours ago, just saying the the off season countdown. Um, it's saying that the rumors are having that the uh, the Devils are targeting uh, Jack Campbell. Hmm, really? Shocking. That, That's kind well, of interesting. That is yeah. extremely interesting, and, and thanks for sharing. Uh-huh, we'll, have to, we'll have to look into that, won't we? I wonder what that's all about, Percy, because they have Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, and I forget who the backup is. But he's a very solid. He's a good yeah. young goalie. Yeah, and so I wonder what that. Why they would uh, be doing that? Uh, we're gonna find. We're gonna have to find oh, out because we'll the check Leafs, with the fact. Uh, the fact checker. Fact checker. Yeah, I'm sure he knows. Oh yeah. We'll check in with him this afternoon. Yeah, I'm we, sure he'll be texting me right away to let me know what's up. Now, now you know what I just realized, and I want to wish you guys a, like a premature happy Canada Day. Yes. Because I just realized that Friday is Canada Day. And we won't be here. And we will not be here. You'll be out scouting. Yes. You know, looking for, for sports stories. I yes. know that. I'll be relaxing. What about you, Grant? <laughs> well, I'll be uh, inviting you uh, both to, uh, to Canada Fest, a free uh, concert in Rivermill Park from uh, noon through until 6 uh, celebrating Canada Day with the likes of uh, Sean Cotton, uh, Postman Dan and the Love Letters. The Waterhouse Band will be there. Jorn, uh, Gina Horswood, uh, Bricks and uh, Tactics, and it's absolutely free. There'll even be a little uh, beer garden there as well for people to enjoy in a responsible fashion. Nice. My goodness. Well, you yeah. know what? That sounds like a, that sounds like a plan because these outdoor uh, concerts are fantastic. Noon till six, absolutely free in River Mill Park. The beer, well, the, the beverages won't be free, but the uh, the, the entertainment, entertainment will. The um, the uh, beautiful Muskoka River is your backdrop, and uh, free hugs from uh, from Jeff Carter as well. Oh, he's he's. What about a kissing booth for him? <laughs> I'm not uh, going that far. I okay, hugs, not, uh, hugs from hugs, Jeff Carter. Hugs, okay, yeah. hugs. So everybody come and get a hug from Jeff Carter. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that sounds great, guys. Well, I'll tell you what, great show yep. as always, Daniel. You did a good job, and you too, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> so happy Canada Day to all our listeners. We do appreciate you. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Take care. We'll be back on Monday next week with more sports.